Yeah, well, what, what are you going to cast Billy Mouth Bass? <laughs> please, please, let's do that. Welcome to Idiot Block, a comedic podcast critiquing, discussing, and analyzing the media industry through reviews, debates, and historical deep dives. Hello, welcome to another episode of Idiot Plot. I'm David Yash. Joining me are my co-host, Alex Overdahl. Welcome back, all all three of you. <laughs> and Justin Neitzel. You set the way bar way too high. We only had like two. <laughs> <laughs> on today's episode, Idiot Plot becomes the unhappiest place on Earth as we talk about Disney and their plans for world domination, looking at some of their new announcements and what they have in the future. It's it's It's... It's part bewildering and part terrifying. But to start off with, we're going to do a new segment that we hope to do weekly. Uh, we're talking about what we watched this week or a time between episodes. So, guys, what did you watch this week? Well, I am glad you asked. <laughs> uh, I saw The Third Man, which is a, a 49 film that's like it takes place in post-war vienna it's like noir mystery kind of thing and it's super well regarded but i feel like it it's one that hasn't like carried over like generationally like i I haven't heard much about it like i just found it looking online but i mean it's incredible like has a bunch of really interesting uh techniques uh like a lot of dutch angles and lighting and stuff to kind of capture like depressing post-war europe has like a really unique tone. It's kind of like balanced. Some of it's really fun, and then it gets really sad. <laughs> like not as um, unique or weird as this, but it kind of reminds me of Grand Budapest, where like it has that balance of really fun moments and really emotional moments. And the the ending as well. The ending is one that really sticks with you and kind of lands all the themes and is very memorable. So lots of good twists and great performances so i mean it was incredible <clears throat> justin did you see anything new or notable uh i was scroping uh flipping through the channels and i came across gattaca and i watched that again yes gattaca for those who don't don't know this is a movie about we're in the future where um parents can pay to have their kids genetically enhanced the so future. that they get all the best <laughs> All the best traits and don't have to worry about um, kids getting autism, muscle dystrophy, cancer, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> the first thing he says, don't have to worry. I guess I should probably but, say people don't know I, I am on autism spectrum. I should probably I should probably clarify that. <laughs> Just like <laughs> for context. Having a of autism for no reason. But as a kid, uh, kid who was naturally born with a brother who was genetically born and he wants to be in space and he takes the he takes the role of Jude Law's character which was this was the first movie I was actually introduced to him and he works his way up into being able to take off and go into space movie not it's a movie you don't really hear a lot of people talk about but when you find people who have seen it everyone loves it do, do you guys have to watch that in middle school or high school no. I did it in high school. We didn't watch anything cool. I watched it in high school, too. I watched it for biology class. That, that's how I saw it. I saw it because of school. We watched it in, um, I think, one of my English classes. We were reading the other, the I forget what book, but it's the book where they try to dumb everyone down and make everyone equal. Oh, Harrison Bergeron. Yeah. That's a good book, too. I just read, like, Scarlet Letter and shit. I didn't get any of that. 
<laughs> I think Gattaca's really good. Why, I don't give a shit. Gattaca's one of those movies in the 90s that was like really big when it came out, but now no one even knows it exists. I watched uh, a, little, a, a movie by Bong Joon-ho, who is now, you know, now he's huge. Now he's one of the biggest directors out there. This was way before that, called The Host, which is basically Jaws, if Jaws was about the COVID-19 pandemic. And went on land. <laughs> and he went on land. But it is terrifyingly real. But it is amazing. It's scary. It's funny. It has the family dynamic of Parasite, which is like the best part of Parasite. And again, probably the best part of this movie. Uh, for people that don't know, it's about this gigantic fish monster that is created by the U.S. government dumping chemicals into the waters of South Korea. And it's attacking the Korean people. And this guy, his daughter, is taken by the monster. So him and his family, who run like this, like this little shop, have to basically team up and fight the monster and get his daughter back. It's really funny. It's terrifying. It's super intense. It's everything Bong Joon Ho, because Bong Joon Ho is the master of taking five different genres and mashing them together. Yeah, and it's it somehow works, and it has. I mean, there's so many reversals always too. He always has so many twists that always get me. And I and I, I watched it too. Yeah. Because it's great. Uh, if you watch it on Prime while it's still on Prime, don't. Because <laughs> the quality of it is really bad. It's fucking VHS ass upload. Like <laughs> it's 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 a really it's a really terrible upload, but it's a fantastic movie. But then again, but it normally does not look like that. If you find it somewhere else, it, it looks great. Like all of his other stuff, I don't know what they did wrong, but it's it's worth watching if you, as long as you can watch it in the right conditions because it's really good. I I agree. Uh, and with that, let's move on to the main event of tonight's episode, where we take on probably the biggest—not the biggest, but one of the biggest for sure. Probably soon to be the biggest na, na, media companies na, na, na. In, <laughs> in in the world, the Walt Disney Company now. I don't have to say much about them. We know Dis- we know who Disney is. They basically Disney. owned what all is the Disney, kids. David. Well, you see, the Disney Company was founded by a man named Walter Elias Disney, who made cartoons. And I then, knew it. Is that his, actually his middle name? Yeah. I wow, you did that by memory. Yeah, I I like I was just shocked you knew his middle name. I was just going with it. I'm like, if David says it, you know, I knew, I knew he knew. You're 99. He's probably 99.9 right. Yeah. Listen, I was a nerd for most of my life with no social life. I looked up a lot of this stuff on the internet. I know way more than I should. But the podcast isn't me reciting the entire Disney history by memory. <laughs> People get bored with that. But basically, I guess it's important to say, though, because I have read a lot about this kind of stuff, that after Disney died, the people that came next turned his company into a giant media juggernaut. Disney himself was really big in kind of like personal artistic creations mixed with business. Um, But then eventually when people like Michael Eisner got control, it became all about basically monopolizing culture yeah monopolizing everything about it like they're like the biggest if they're not the biggest company in a literal sense they feel like it because 
they reach everywhere. And that's what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about mainly their plans for the future. Because if you don't know, a couple months ago in, in November, I believe, uh, Disney in a big stockholders meeting revealed their plans for the, for the next few years when it comes for con- con- comes to content creation. And they are absolutely freaking insane. I don't even know what to think about half of them. because I do. but they're just going off so we're going to go through some of these announcements talk about them but also talk about what it means because I feel like a lot of people they look at Disney and they think about watching the movies with their families they think about going to the the theme parks on big family vacations going on the cruise ships seeing Disney on ice watching Disney Channel like and it makes them happy and gives them this warm, kind of fuzzy, fuzzy nostalgic feeling, which Disney in turn has taken and molded into cold hard cash. Yeah. All behind them, they're setting the house on fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, they basically have people on a leash right now and are basically saying, You want this? We'll pay up. Nowhere. Yeah, and hey, yeah, not only do you want it, do you want like 10 times your current serving size? Well, now I'm kind of full eat. <laughs> <laughs> You, just you, a complete flooding inundation of the the market. Like it's just nonstop. There's so much. There's too much. Bought Fox, so now they have all Fox Studios. And yeah, by bought they they eliminated they gobbled up like like three or four properties and then just like consumed it and now Fox like they eliminated the competitor basically. The Disney Fox deal is one of the most consumer unfriendly moves in corporate acquisitions of recent memory. It is absolutely terrifying because like you said, Alex, they didn't like buy them to like make more movies and like broaden the, the portfolio. They bought them to eliminate a fourth of the competition. I mean, literally yeah. a fourth of all movie production ended overnight because they just canceled their entire like, you're telling me that, that's not a That's not a monopoly move. They literally just basically eliminated them i mean they have fx going although although that's you know to uh, tbd uh but the actual film production is like dead they've just added a couple of fox property projects to their slate they do still have the searchlight ones i think uh searchlight's still going um the actual fox slate was all but eliminated except for Planet of the Apes and Avatar, which they can't end because James Cameron literally has way too much money invested for them to get rid of it. He's the only one who Disney is playing by his rules because he spent a billion of what is now their dollars and has them hostage, and I love it. But but speaking of FX, let's start with FX, and let's see what how is happening with the future of FX. Um, it's not good. <laughs> but start off with with the only good news is that it's always something in Philadelphia has officially been renewed for enough seasons, four more seasons, in fact, that it will now become the highest running live action sitcom in TV history. I never would have thought that that show would have made it that far, but honestly, like kudos yeah, to them. Yeah, and it's still, you know, it's still, it's still good. I think uh, the season before this one, I was really disappointed in because it was so up and down, and they had don't, like a few of their weakest. Don't episodes. mince words. That season was horrible. Like it was, I won't say horrible, just because there are a couple of episodes that are great, but like, but the, the ones uh, that are bad are like the worst of the entire series by far. Yes, 
But there, there's the one where uh, going to like Dennis and the gang's like sexual harassment behavior. That one's uh, amazing. The bike one is pretty fun. The, the bike one, one was I the like, season before. No, I'm talking about where they beat the kids up. Oh yeah. Get the bike back. Wasn't that the, wasn't that this last season? I don't even know anymore. No, but but the, this last season was really consistent and like for a show this late in the game, that's rare so i mean they're still going strong they're still making great episodes and i mean it's one of the funniest shows ever made so that that's good news and obviously i mean disney can't really touch it because if they did then the guys would just quit other upcoming <laughs> shows from fx include a noah holly critter fargo led show of alien that two, i am interested in a two-season order for the stones a drama series about the rolling stones and shogun a story about feudal Japan. Uh, there's also upcoming, which has already been announced, uh, The Old Man, American Horror Stories, Platform, Tekka YTD's Reservation Dogs, and Why the Last Man, which they've been, ha- been in production for like three years now. I'm not even convinced it's coming out anytime soon, but I think, I think it's supposed to. But the big thing with FX that a lot of these announcements come with is the fact that while they're made by FX, they won't actually air on FX, and they're going to air on FX on Hulu, and they're going to go direct to streaming. And you're going to hear me say direct to streaming quite a bit, because that's the theme of of all these announcements. And and, this, and you've seen it before, uh, Mrs. America, uh, the, the one with I think it's the, called like a teacher with Kate Mara. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Devs was another it, one. It has the. Doesn't that have Margot Martindale, like the ultimate character Probably. actress on TV? Probably. But, but those all went straight to Hulu. Those are three big FX shows that all went straight to Hulu. And I think, I mean, I can't, I'm not going to say FX's days are numbered because I don't think they are yet. But yeah, it I doesn't look they still look have good. what we do in the shadows. I mean, hopefully that's still going. Uh, I, I believe it is. Uh, they're not going to get rid of that. That, that, that. that thing is reaching its peak. It's going to be huge pretty soon. Like, this next season is going to be massive. Yep. But FX, I mean, the Alien show is promising, but I, I, I am, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about, about the implications of everything going to Hulu. Yeah, it's, it feels like a... a what's, the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a pathway kind of thing? Like a gateway. There we go. It's well, like a gateway to everything being on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Well, they want you to do that so that when you get Disney+, Plus, you also do the package deal where you get ESPN+, Plus and Hulu. Which is the only way people sign up for ESPN Plus. <laughs> That's the only way you're gonna get people to sign up for ESPN. Well, and with that, uh, with that, should we go and talk about the massive elephant in the streaming game, which is Disney Plus? Yeah. Because I mean, we, we've all used Disney Plus, I think, right? Yeah. I'm bumming to then cancel Clone Wars. <laughs> I'm bumming off I Justin. Too. Just for Mandalorian. Uh, do you still have it, Alex, or did you get rid of it? Oh, no, I canceled it uh, right when the season ended. Season <laughs> Mandalorian, correct? To co- I was going to watch the prequels on there, but I also have them, so I don't need So to. why pay for it? Right, yeah. So, uh, day, day, Disney Plus, the subscriber numbers are pretty huge. Uh, as of, I think, in, in 2020... Which they, they love to measure exactly when everyone has it for Mandalorian every year. Yeah. And be like, hey, this is how many people we have. Not like a month later when it's gone. Yeah, but pretty big anyway. I mean, it's in, it, it, it has, I think, 
50 it had 50 million as of april 2020 it has way more than that now i think it was up in, it was up to about the 70 million range when mandalorian yeah. 2 season 2 was out well now that wandavision came out i'm sure some numbers are back up but that but i think that leads to it, but then it leads, leads to a big issue with disney plus which is lack it's my big issue with it which is lack of content Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's still almost exactly the same as what they had at launch, with the exception of new episodes of Mandalorian and stuff, and now WandaVision. But there's been almost no original content. And and I do think the layout's clunky. I think it's super clunky to navigate. Very clunky. And find your way around. I I hate the main menu. Like the like the main screen yes. menu is god awful. I can't but find out. It's so hard just to find shows that. I'm trying. I'm watching consistently because the continue watching thing is buried under a bunch of nonsense because they want you to watch WandaVision or whatever other big show. But I mean, what streaming service doesn't do that? Where it's like they bury your continue watching. They're like, we want you to watch new stuff. Try this. this HBO Max. This, this. Yeah, they they got the big splash page. Well, they did have the splash opening for Wonder Woman and stuff, but then under that. They they did they do have everything quickly. But Disney Plus, it's like you got to bury in five layers. Well, so is Netflix. So is Amazon Prime at times. But it's like Disney Plus heard everyone's concerns about not enough content because they're responding with, "Here, everything. you want content? Here you go, morons." Eat. Well, yeah, let's do the opposite thing and give you way too much of the same things and announce it all at once and just flood it. Which, again, is what Disney does. They go, like, zero to crackhead speed. <laughs> They're beyond crackhead now. They're on the meth head now. Like, the, the, like, hey, we're making one Star Wars movie. Okay, there's, like, ten, and then you don't like them anymore. Okay, we're going to stop. Okay, we've got one Star Wars show. Okay, we've got 11. <laughs> ten like, shows from that. Ridiculous. Some Disney Plus stuff that's upcoming. We'll kind of go go by genre here. Uh, we have the Bee and the Beast live-action show about Gaston, <laughs> which I don't know why people want. I think it's a Gaston prequel. This is what they do. This is what they do. They <laughs> they make like 800 spinoffs in movies or shows of like remake everything and then make 800 spinoffs about every minor character. Like you want a Gaston spinoff, you got it. You want R two D two, you got it. Like well, and there's it's, no it's, words. It's, at this point, it seems like they're got a, ten ideas and are like, well, let's just throw everything at the wall and whatever sticks will continue to work with that. Everything that falls off will dump after a season. Well, th- there's no I'll word on it here, but there's also the Aladdin spinoff about Jeez. Billy Magnuson's character, Prince Anders, who shows up oh, for like God, for like two seconds. For like two seconds. mauled by a lion or a tiger. <laughs> and he's like the only white guy in the movie and he's getting a spinoff. Which everyone bitched about. <laughs> It's, it's like it's really bizarre. It's really weird. Rod Moore and John M. Two are doing Swiss Family Robinson, which is a good Disney movie. I did watch that with my mom a lot when I was a kid. It is a good one. Um, the, no, is it off the Meet the Robinsons? No, Swiss Family Robinson, the, oh. the, the family that crashes onto an island and has to survive. Okay. Uh, they have they have the big tree at Disney World. That's the only people know about it is the tree oh, at yeah, Disney World. I know the tree. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the tree. <laughs> people forget it's from, actually from a movie. Yeah, I know. I thought it was just like something for something else, like Bugs Life or something. Uh, then, then you I have... Then you have, have. This is actually, people are excited for this, a, a Percy Jackson and the Olympians uh, TV show. A proper adaptation of that. We we also have some more Disney Plus shows. 
coming. It's, the the it's Mighty Ducks out. Game Changers, which is people are hyped for here because I live in Minneapolis, which is a like people love Mighty Ducks here because it takes place here. I guess I guess this idea, this is where the haters come in, but I mean I don't know. It's fine. It's you know. A sports I movie. watched the it's movie the, recently. The same one, uh, you know, that you've seen a hundred times. Not like one of the more interesting sports movies. It's you know, I, I watched mean, the coach is interesting. I watched the movie recently. Uh, There's a part that had me dying, where like, it's because they take hockey really seriously in the movie, and like the coach oh, yeah. tells like this ten year old to lay out another ten year old, and like yeah, that guy, the coach is like secretly a piece of shit, and he and he does and. And I, and it's, it's the bad team. The bad team takes what? out a player on the good team, and another player asks, asks the kid that lay, lays them out, "What are you doing?" And the kid just looks at him and goes, "My job," and skates <laughs> away. Oh, I love it! I love that movie. It's so stupid. Well, isn't, isn't hockey like football for Texas and Minnesota? Oh yeah, youth hockey is huge. Takes it way too seriously. Oh yeah, we we televise the high school. The high school hockey tournaments, and they're a big deal. <laughs> Once you get up north, the the ice becomes really important. We also have a Turner and Hooch show starring Josh Peck. Of uh, what? Uh, Turner and Hooch. It was a Tom Hanks movie where he where he, it was him and like a puppet a dog. dog. <laughs> See, everything, even the most obscure stuff, is going to get a remake or a series or something. There's there's Big Shot, a ba- high school basketball show starring John Stamos, <laughs> and and the mysterious Ben Society. National Geographic has some stuff coming out, a, a Cousteau documentary, a Chris Hemsworth show, and and a season well, of the Australia committed, where everything is going to hear is going to kill you. They already committed sacrilege by remaking the right stuff. So, and there's season four of Genius, starring Martin Luther King Jr. or, or about Martin Luther King Jr. Probably not starring him. Starring. <laughs> He's probably not in it. <laughs> Honestly, no, no, that wouldn't even be a surprise for Disney. They've been thinking about people for like ten years now. Yeah, it'd be like CGI. The, 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 the... Grand Moff Tarkin, and he's been the actor's been dead for twenty years, and they just dug him up without the family's permission. So why not? Why not bring MLK back in CG? Going off of more of Disney stuff here, what they got coming. This is when you get into the fun stuff. This is when you get into just how insane Disney's behaving recently. Yeah, yeah, our, our anger hasn't even hasn't even peaked. We haven't even begun to peak. We have Hocus Pocus two, <laughs> which hot take time, hot take time. That movie, it's not a good movie. Hocus Pocus one is not a good movie. It is not the correct take by anyone who's not like a, a college a, a college age girl or something. Like I don't know how that demographic it became so popular with, but like that's like a classic to them. Fact. Yeah, it's not a like cult. Classic. Classic. It's a classic, classic to them. Yeah, it's not even like a cult. Like, it's just like they act and, like it's a straight up. And I, even, and, I, and I don't even think it's fair to say it's a college girl thing. I think it's like like a millennial thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I revised that. It's just millennials in general. It, I think. It, it doesn't matter gender. People are obsessed with that movie, and it's not good. It's, it's not a good movie. I was forced to watch like half of these Disney Channel movies. They all suck. I can tell you that right now. They all suck. All they're, the ones. They're all terrible. We're also getting reboots of Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron, Cheaper by the Dozen, and a new oh. Sister Act film. How many times has Cheaper by the Dozen been remade at this point? Too many. I remember the well, Steve Martin one. Making it any times is too many. At least we'll be Goldberg's coming back for Sister Act. Well, you got Zac Efron for Three Men and a Baby. It's like dude's career is just... One weird. His, his career is is circling a really bizarre direction. Yeah. 
I feel like he could somehow actually be good if he actually picked the, the right things, but he doesn't. He didn't do the, uh, how am I forgetting his name now? Why am I so forgetful right now? Uh, uh, it's Twilight. not like we're recording this or anything. You know, it's not like this is supposed to be when we're at our A game. I know, right? But Pattinson, yeah, he didn't take the Pattinson route of oh, actually yeah. picking good roles. He's like, yeah, I signed me up for more Disney. <laughs> Pays the bills. R-rated comedies that are shit. Hey, I like Neighbors. I like Neighbors. Neighbors is good. Baywatch is fucking I, shit. I don't like Neighbors. Uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates with piece of shit. I, I've seen 17 again. Now, now, these are also other projects specifically for Disney+. Plus. That's important to remember is that those things I just said were for Disney Plus only. These are also just for Disney+. Plus. And this is where the rage begins. A Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, hybrid live-action live animated film starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. I just want to say... I mean, I, I love Andy Samberg. I just but... want to say... Yeah. No. <laughs> Just why? Do you want more cats? Nightmare fuel? Like some Lion King unemotional garbage that looks like hilariously bad? I mean, why? See, I like Andy Samberg too, but I like I don't want Chip and Dale to be like Andy Samberg making fart jokes. Like, what, 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 what should we do, do Chip? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> like. Have that be like the whole the whole movie. Well, just he's not going to actually do Andy Samberg humor. It's like, uh, what do kids like? Uh, fart jokes. Okay. And I'm not as big on the Rescue Rangers show as I am other Disney afternoon shows. And that's one of the ones I loved. But come on, Disney. Stop it. We're also getting a... Oh, they're not going to stop. They'll have <laughs> 10 spinoffs. Well, like, they'll have that, to do it. Have to see this thing. The DuckTales show on Jack Disney Channel show. is doing it already better than they're going to. Like, like DuckTales is a good revival of that and show. And it's been canceled. <laughs> yep. I, I don't think it was canceled. I think it ended. I think it ran its course. I thought it got, yeah, it got canceled. They're saying it got canceled? I think it ended. Yeah, it, it got canceled, and they, like, prepped the finale after that. So, like, it was canceled, and then they're like, you know. This is your last gonna, season. Yeah, so they, they crafted an ending. And if it was canceled, canceled, which, again, I don't know if it was, I don't, I don't really blame them because that show's production schedule, like, they – they messed around behind the scenes a little bit too much from what I from what I've seen of just taking their sweet ass time getting that show finished. Yeah, <laughs> much. There's so many breaks, so many blocks. Well, they took, they said like season three will be out before the year ended, and then the year ended, it still wasn't out, and it also like <laughs> the next book is coming. <laughs> but like that show's whole run, it was eight episodes, oh, no. and then there'd be like a six month <laughs> at least pause between episodes yeah. it was really frustrating to try and watch it I think a, a problem with a lot of recent shows and that's one of the more extreme examples of just the long gaps well, the, and Disney will have none of that they need the season out so yeah. they can make the 10 spinoffs and then spin off of those shows it's like a pyramid scheme with TV shows and the toys speaking back, so we're going back to Disney we're also getting Pinocchio directed by Robert Zemeckis <laughs> and starring Tom Hanks <laughs> Peter Pan and that's Wendy. Have, it's Robert Zemeckis, so it's going to have some some horrifying looking <laughs> CGI. God, yeah, Pinocchio's just going to be some scary like mocap. Because he only does he only does two things. He does like really good live action, or he does some horrifying like CGI monstrosity. I'm just terrified what Pinocchio's going to look like. I'm terrified. You know it's going to look creepy as hell. Like <laughs> we're also getting Peter Pan and Wendy, starring Jude Law as Captain Hook. And Yara Shahidi 
as I'm, I'm already see. I'm already running out of patience. There's so many. And Disenchanted, a sequel to the hit film Enchanted, with Adam, Amy Adams returning as Giselle. If it's a hit film, then why is the sequel going straight to streaming? Well, because of COVID, we're not having yeah, any theaters, so so. No, no, but they're going to do that without COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, COVID is just an sure. excuse. They're going to do it without COVID. There's also some biographical films. For access, we're also getting Greek Freak, uh, a movie about Giannis Tenekumpo. As well as projects about Keenan Lowe and Chris Paul. Why? Why? <laughs> uh, how do you even make a movie about about that? His his career hasn't even been going on that long. Like, why, how are you going to end it with him losing in the playoffs? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, isn't there, aren't they some? What studio is making a film about Kaepernick too? They are. I haven't heard anything about yeah. that. I, re- I remember seeing something, something, something that they casted him as a younger person. That's all I know about it. All, I didn't even know it was being made until all of a sudden there was big news about that. Let's see. We're, we're also getting Diary of a Wimpy Kid from, from Fox. Um, again? Again. A- another one. Yeah, another one. <laughs> so is this a, the third reboot or is this a sequel to the reboot? <laughs> I don't think they know at this point, honestly. Just But, the, but those books sell so much. Like, like, like they're still huge. Yeah. And there's like 30 of them now, too. It's, it's insane. Because they came out when I was... Because I... I read the first few when they came out, mm-hmm. and they also have a new Ice Age, uh, but it's a spinoff about Simon Pegg's character because they're out of ideas, and a, and a new Night at the Museum movie because again they're out of ideas. We're also getting films that I believe I believe these are not Disney Plus films. I believe these are theatrical films, which are Jungle Cruise, which was supposed to already be out. Cruella, which they keep pushing back, <laughs> a, pre- a prequel to, to to the Lion King, which is only Why? which which is only in existence because of the morons that went and saw that movie in theaters. <laughs> okay, you know what? I shouldn't yeah, say morons. Question. I should not Did say you morons. It in theaters. What? <laughs> I saw it in theaters, but I I didn't. <laughs> I, re- I refused. I shouldn't say morons. I shouldn't say morons. That was that was that, that was mean of me. The people that sh- that were kind of like sheep, and they didn't, and they kind of fell for what was <laughs> the misled. Those misled into the the path of Disney. The, we're the, we're the, trying to offer you offer your salvation from Disney. We're you know not to focus on the mistakes. It's time to get out of their grasp. You know, but they're just because they're they're, they're just misled with the marketing to make things. Yeah, because, because again, it was the weaponized, capitalized nostalgia. That people going, oh, I love Lion King. It's just Lion King, but they look real, so it's better. No, <laughs> no, oh, people, worse. please. It's much worse. If you watch Lion King and it made you happy, good for you. I'm, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy enjoy the movie. But that's one of the worst movies I've seen in a very long time. That's a shot for shot remake. It doesn't look good. It looks ugly. Yeah, no, it's terrifying. It's like laugh, the laugh. acting wasn't that great. Yeah, that the fact we're getting more of it is an issue. We're also getting, I guess, here a Little Mermaid movie, which again, <sighs> why? <laughs> that's a, that's one that like I'm just gonna say right now that might be the that and Lion King are the worst ones to even attempt to translate to live action. There's no way Little Mermaid is gonna translate to live action. Are they gonna make actual fish? Like that, you know how horrifying yeah. it's gonna be. Yeah, or just talking to some trout. Like, <laughs> what's that gonna look like? 
That's gonna look really, really weird. Yeah, what, what, what are you gonna cast, Billy Mouth Bass? <laughs> please, please, let's do that. Give me that for the fish. Give me that fish. The river. No, oh, but it's the McDonald's fish. The give me back the flare fish. Give me that fish. Give me that fish. <laughs> <laughs> For Disney Animation Studios, we're getting Raya and the Last Dragon, which is coming to Disney Plus Premier Access and in theaters in March 2021. So, so, okay. That's something we haven't even talked about yet is the Disney Plus Premier Access. Awesome. What's that over though? Yeah, pay for the service so you can pay for the movie. Awesome. Yeah, like that's something we haven't talked about yet is the really terrible Disney Plus Premier Access. Horrible practice and people did it. They, like, it's insane. They ate it up like nothing. And again, remember, HBO Max is horrible for putting it on for subscribers right. for no extra cost. They're killing theaters. Disney charging you 30 extra dollars on top of the service you're subscribed to. That's fine. That's okay. That, that, that's, that's what we're talking about. Like, the grasp of Disney. Like, people are so, like, convinced that everything Disney does is good, that they'll justify horrible, horrible practices because they're one of the worst companies in terms of these kinds of practices. And, like, people just eat it up because, they, you know, oh, the MCU, whatever. Like, they make movies oh, I like, so therefore so they can do whatever they want. Yeah. And, and again... If you disagree with us, because, yeah, we're kind of in the unpopular opinion here. I've I've come to peace with that. that, that I'm on the losing side of this debate. But Until two years from now, when you see all the articles that are, where did it go wrong? How Disney has ruined blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. I, I just years, want people to... Years ago. I just want people, people to understand that they're being taken advantage of. And I guess if you disagree with me, I mean, I'd love to hear... I'd love to hear a counter argument. I really would. Because I love Disney. Yeah. I love Disney. If you're really stuff, maybe you're not being taken advantage of, but it's like being sold the same thing over and over again and watching it and being like, oh, I was fine. And then it goes in one year out the other, but then you keep signing up for it. Because like, like, I, I, I do, I truly, I love Disney as a company. I love the cartoons. Uh, I read Disney comics all the time when I was a kid. I love the characters. It's just, I do feel like they're taking, they're taking advantage of me as a consumer and it's frustrating. It, it's it's frustrating to, to to be treated that way. And I get most media companies do it. It's it's their job is to get our money, but they are but they are so open about it and get defended so much. It's 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 infuriating. There there was no accountability for what Disney's been doing. Let's see. We also have Encanto. Going back to me not being angry at people. <laughs> at random people in the internet. Yeah, very squirrely. You're not angry. You're just asking what's the difference between these two companies that one gets yeah. a pass and one doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they keep getting, getting getting passes. We also have Walt Disney, the, com- the feature company itself, is now making TV shows. We're getting a Baymax, Zootopia Plus, Tiana, and Moana the series, as well as Iwaju. I, I can't really pronounce that. I'm sorry if I butchered that. <laughs> you did. I'm sure. I mean, again, it's again, it's more. Here's something we made. We're, we're gonna make a TV show into it to make more money. To be fair, they did that earlier too. Like with they did the Timon and Pumbaa show, the Aladdin show, Hercules show. Yeah, I guess. But, so, that, I mean, but that was a different era, though. That was a different because those, those all aired on basic Disney regular T T T antenna TV. You, you didn't have to pay for a streaming service. To get them. To get it. And, and, he, and even back then, the practice of doing that was kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, they've done this before, so I mean... So Pixar, this is where it gets interesting, is in the Pixar section. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I'm already going to get mad. <laughs> we have Win or Lose, which is Pixar's first ever long-form TV series. Okay. Uh, we have yeah, the feature films, uh, which are Luca, which is coming out this year, even though we haven't seen anything about it other than some concept art. Uh, which is which is the celebration of the friendship between a boy named Luca and his best friend Alberto during their unforgettable summer, and, and his best friend Boban Moranovich. <laughs> 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 uh, and then there's Turning Red, which is about a girl named May who experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist. When she gets too excited, she transforms into a giant red panda. <laughs> we wish we were joking. <laughs> but then we have probably the highlight of the entire press conference, which is the announcement of Lightyear, which they say is the definitive origin of the hero that inspired the toy, where Chris Evans voices the hero on his journey to becoming the most famous space ranger ever. Which, what? <laughs> well, it was bad enough. It's like, why are we making a, a Buzz Lightyear movie? Why does Buzz Lightyear need a prequel origin movie? We already had the cool show that was like the adventure. That show was amazing. That show was amazing. Awesome. And it's like, okay, we don't, we don't need more of that. And they, and. Uh, uh, it was Chris Evans himself who said it, right? Who was like, yep. oh, don't worry. It's about the guy who inspired the toy. The who? <laughs> <laughs> the who? <laughs> so does so this mean that in the Toy Story world, there's like a Green Lantern core of like people that fight in space? Or is it just some random astronaut who like went to space and then made a toy after him, which is also stupid and we don't need to know? Like, are we going to see some ranch hand who def- who who defended people against bandits as, as like uh, another movie too for Woody? Well, begs the other question: Is what kind of space suit is he wearing? Is he wearing a regular space one, or did he have one with a laser? Beam a freaking jetpack with wings. Oh, Whatever stuff toys. You see your ass. Every single element of his suit is going to have a spotlighted moment in the movie for how he got it. Much like in so in solo, solo. vision of, of everything he has, it's gonna be the same. Oh my god, oh, here's yeah, your, you're right. Here's your gun, here's your dice. Yep. We need all of it. All uh, of it. Well, Here's the Millennium Falcon. It, it's going to get worse, too. It's going to get worse. With a space suit, it has to be, oh, how did he get... I'm clearly wondering, oh, how did he get each and every part of this suit? I well, must have a whole movie to and explain. It, it's going to get worse, too, because you know... Because everyone knows the scene in Toy Story 1 where Buzz thinks he has a laser, but it's just a normal light. I guarantee you in this movie, he's going to be like... They're going to give him his laser. He's going to go, what's this? Oh, oh. A laser pointer light, and he's gonna actually shoot it f- f- for real. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly hate what they're gonna do. Also, why is his voice being voiced by Chris Evans? Why couldn't it have been uh, Tim Allen? Tim Allen. Because Chris Evans is hot now. Tim Allen was hot in the nineties. Well, and the you astronaut. It's not actually Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it's not the, so it's, it's not the toy, Justin. It's the dude. Totally different people. You know, and that, that annoys, I, what annoys me there is, like, they'll use horrible, awful, terrible CGI to de-age or make someone look like a CGI monster just to have it be the same person who's always played them. But then when it's just, like, the voice of Buzz Lightyear, oh, we've got to get a new young voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
what? <laughs> Can there be a scene at the end of the movie, like in the deleted scene from Terminator 3, where the guy's pitching it and is like, oh, I don't like his voice. And it's just like Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. like, don't worry, we'll change it. Like, <laughs> And now we'll uh, move just on. Like- that, that that is really the peak of like how they're operating though, and to give an idea of what their ideas are like and how they pump out like so many like th- things that don't matter. It's like a movie like this perfectly encapsulates the kind of stuff they're making. Well, I think we're about to get into more of what makes Disney Disney, because oh. to end our oh. discussion, probably we're at Marvel and Star Wars. Now, I'm going to burn through a bunch of announcements right quick, and then we can kind of talk about them as as a whole, because we've been talking for a very long time about the other stuff. And now we're at the meat and potatoes. So for Disney+, Plus, for Marvel series, we have Secret Invasion starring Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. We have Ironheart, which introduces Riri Williams, played by Dominique, Th- Dominique Thorne. Armor Wars, starring Don Cheadle as James Rhodes, a.k.a. War Machine, if he says Tony Stark's worst fears. Because everything has to come with Tony Stark in the MCU. All right, so who cut him off at uh, Chipotle? <laughs> uh, we also have WandaVision, which, which just came out. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Loki. The animated series What If... Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, with Haley Steinfeld, a fish joining the show, She-Hulk, starring Tatiana Malzani, with Tim with Tim Roth and Mark Ruffalo, Moon Knight, which just recently cast Ethan Hawke as the villain, joining Oscar Isaacs, Gordon's Galaxy Holiday Special, and a series of original I Am Groot shows, shorts. We also have two new, we have new movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Fantastic Four, which joins... Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings, Eternals, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2, Blade, Captain Marvel 2, and Garden of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I just wanted to say all of that just so I could get the exact scale of just how much Marvel content is being pumped out. Just like, ugh. So and, much. And what's insane Marvel's to me... about to take a deep dive. What's insane to me about it is that why are all of the original characters from, like, the beginning getting TV shows and not movies? Like, so, so that so that they can pu- push the new characters in the movies and try and make another team-up event or something. I mean, and there's see, just so... Like, there's just so much, and it all follows, like, the same formula. Not that there aren't MCU movies i enjoy and i'm sure i'm sure we'll get a whole like podcast by itself about it but like there's just so much that follows the same like no stakes formula like over and over and now they're just trying to again increase how many heroes they have increase how many shows and movies they have to set up a hundred other things and they keep expanding it further and further and further and this is like right peak i'm surprised they can even sustain it because at some point you would think people are are gonna get sick of just how much there is that follows the same formula i think we're close to that point i really do yeah it's, it's gotta burst burst soon just because they're i mean it's at the point it used to be like that oh i know about these ones i just don't care about them i actually can't keep track 
like I, including with Star Wars, and, and they, they've Trojan horsed with Mandalorian, which is a great show. They've Trojan horsed all this other stuff in to follow the same uh, way too much strategy. But it's like I can I follow this stuff all the time, and I can't even keep track of what's coming out anymore. There's just too much of it. And there's some like good storylines are adapting to with these shows, like Secret Invasion and Armor Wars are classic storylines that really deserve their own movie, probably. And you know that a show that's made on a much smaller budget probably is not going to get that scale that those stories actually deserve. It kind of makes you wonder how the Iron Man suits are going to look on a TV show budget. Not great. No. Yeah, they, are, they already looked bad in the movies. They already looked weird when people took their the face off in the movies. Yeah. I don't want to get too much CG costumes randomly. I don't want to get too much into it just because of time. Yeah, that could be a whole rant. But like WandaVision, I know I've watched it, Justin, I know you've watched it. Overall, I know you'll never watch it. (laughs) But that is is probably correct. But it's a if WandaVision is an indication of where these Marvel shows are gonna be going as a whole, I'm worried. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen the whole WandaVision yet, but the first two episodes, to me, aren't very promising. I don't think they're bad. I think they're solid episodes, but it, they're I moving mean, way it, too slow. Yes. The, the, the movies are moving way too slow. and These two episodes could have been one, basically. It was basically the same thing for each episode. Some crazies going. It was like a early 30s, 40s It was a 50s. Sitcom. It was a 50s, 50s sitcom that was played entirely straight as a 50s sitcom with a couple weird David Lynch stuff thrown in, but not enough to actually commit to being a David Lynch type show. And not enough to keep you interested. That too. It's like it really should have probably had a much smaller episode count than what they had. And I'm I'm if that's what the quality we're at, I'm worried. Um, movies for Marvel movies, I think there's just too much to tackle <laughs> without going yeah, into its own episode. Uh, yeah, it's not overly negative, but like I really enjoyed Endgame and I like the Guardians ones. But I, I mean, I have specific thoughts on why I don't like a lot of it that can be covered another time. But there's just too much. Well, and who knows when those will come out? Considering it sounds like Black Widow is going to get delayed again. It, it probably should be at this point. <laughs> Yeah, the movie I mean, about a story that no one cares about because they didn't make it about the one that they kept hinting at in, like, every single movie. It, it needed to be Black Widow and Hawkeye in Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Budapest? Like Remember Budapest? No, we it don't because you haven't told us what happens. <laughs> it should have happened, like, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... And now ScarJo is like even bigger now, and it's like you sh- you kind of missed your window because now she's doing all kinds of other stuff too. It's not like she'll want to do another one. An Endgame, I think, to a lot of people was just a really good ending. Like like it was a really good finale for the movies. So for a lot of people to just be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm cutting the cord. I'm ending it here. I'm done. With it was Marvel. a good season of a show. Yep. I need a break. <laughs> Storyline's done. I mean, the, the Loki show I think will be huge, whether it's good or not. Because people love Loki. Oh, you know, yep. <laughs> the Loki the other ones, boys, I think, will be interesting to see if they're actually any good, or if even if they are good, how popular they are. Because like some, some cause I think launching some new characters like Miss Marvel and uh, an Ironheart and She Hulk as TV shows is interesting. We'll see how that plays out. I'm 
skeptical of Phil B. Big just because they're unproven characters being put on TV instead of a movie. And with that, we've reached probably the the most angriest will be today, which is dun dun dun, dun Lucasfilm. Now I'm gonna go through all of these like I did the Marvel shows. Which I also don't remember all of them, so it's a good refresher because there's too many. <laughs> but we are we are getting Obi Wan Kenobi starring Ewan, Ewan McGregor with Hayden Christensen back as Darth Vader. Two two Mandalorian spinoffs that were announced today. We're at, we know we're getting three now, but the time was we're into uh, <laughs> Revengers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. With now we know we're getting the Book of Boba Fett and additional Disney Plus shows include Andor. Star Wars The Bad Batch, Star Wars Visions, Lando, The Acolyte, and A Droid Story. We're also getting a Willow miniseries and a Rogue Squadron movie directed by Patty Jenkins with also an Indiana Jones movie, a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, and Children of Blood and Bone. But really... We have Taika. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, Taika. Because after seeing Wonder Woman, I, I have no hope for... And you, you know, yeah, well, I have hope as long as she doesn't write the script. True. That's fair. That's fair. But you know, with Kathleen Kennedy running it, the story's probably gonna like it. She'll probably just give power and then like not have any oversight on it, and the script will be garbage. And then they'll fire her when they're almost done filming, and then <laughs> and hire someone new to go in and, fit but, and finish but you know, much, much like Buzz Lightyear was kind, kind of encapsulated a lot of what Disney's doing in general the a droid story completely encapsulates <laughs> what they've just done to Star Wars in like the blink of an eye it went from cause the problem was you know just the, the cookie cutter and how they ruin storylines, all of that, completely like forgetting all those arguments about the the main films. What they did with Mandalorian that everybody loved is they got back to Star Wars being character driven, being this one closed story like the original saga films were, and everybody loved that Mandalorian was like this contained character driven show and then they just decided to burst out and have 11 different spin-offs and spend a lot of the second season setting up other shows and a show about everything a movie about everything like we already talked about solo where it's like oh you know here's how he got his blaster and his jacket and this and that and a droid story about c3po and r2 a whole show about <laughs> c3po and r2d2 they they had episodes of these in the Clone Wars, and they were like the least popular. Yeah, and oh hey, let's do a whole show following those two. Like everything gets a show now. Everything is designed to set up other things. You know the the, the Mandalorian finale. It's like hey, let's set up five of our shows right now instead of closing out the arc of uh, the child in Mandalorian at least temporarily. Star Wars. Mega spicy take at this point because people lost their minds over the finale. Yeah, and the finale really concerned with setting up other shows than it was closing off that arc because there's almost no time with Mandalorian and then it tries to shove what should be the most emotional scene of the whole series into it, but there's no setup to it within the episode, so it feels cheap. The finale was really, it made me feel so disappointed because not only was it a weak episode, in my opinion, with really weak acting and really bad CGI. It, it really showed that we lost the war for Star Wars, that the fans kind of lost, because Star Wars went from 
as soon as Disney bought them and Kathleen Kennedy took charge, they expanded way too fast, way too quickly, and they crashed and Without burned. Without a plan. And they fell right in their face. Because not only did we get three new movies with no trilogy plan, there's going to be a spinoff every other year in between those main movies. And again, they got through two of them before completely abandoning everything. And, and with Mandalorian, I think a lot of fans, me included, were like, okay, here we go. We're back to what Star Wars should be. We're going project by project, story by story, taking it day by day. And, and because of that, we're going to get much more higher quality productions. And for But it was all a Trojan horse, and we yeah. fell for it. We all fall for it. And we let choose- the horse into our gates. I, I mean, I have like the the child toy. I have the like giant plush thing, whatever it is. Like, <laughs> I, I we all fell for it, and then out from the horse came eleven shows. Well, they're not all they're not all spinoffs of Mandalorian. But they use the the popularity of it yep. to launch the ones well, that aren't spinoffs. And 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 a lot of them were going to be movies. That's that's the important thing. Is that Obi Wan, um, that Lando, for sure? Those two were supposed to be movies. All they turned into TV shows. Bo- Boba Fett as well. Yeah, I was supposed to be. Well, actually, that, yeah, Boba Fett. That I think they tried for a while to get the movie off the ground, and no, nobody seemed to to want to do it. But now you know, supposed to be directed by the guy who did Chronicle. And yeah. then by James Mangold, right. and then all of a sudden I was like, "Yeah, we're turning into a TV show." But they still got James Mangold to do Indiana Jones, which is much better suited for anyway. Yes, yeah. I agree. I, th- I that's what I'm actually interested in because it can't get worse. Like it can't get worse than four to me. So like they can't do any damage to like a series I love. So it's and James Mangold is a really good director. In this case, I'm I think it's better not having. Spielberg having someone new who's been doing a lot of good things lately to come in. I Mangled, think no CGI gophers. Yeah, exactly, and that's the other thing. He's not he's not a CGI heavy director uh, like uh, Spielberg has kind of become these days. Um, unless you um, count Logan having CGI faces for stunt scenes. No. That, that yeah, I don't. The rest of Logan was very. That's more cool. of just kind of trying to make it more look like the character than. Using it to make a big battle scene. Yeah, and the fact that he's coming in, like, you know, he's had how many recent big successes like Logan, Ford v. Ferrari was a big Oscar movie. For him to come in and do Indiana Jones off of that is promising. I think he's a good good pick. I think Taika doing the Star Wars movie is a good move. That, yeah, that too. Because Taika, which I don't know how Taika has time for it. He seems to be doing everything now. <laughs> Say goodbye to Akira. Probably. Uh, I've made peace with that. <laughs> I've, 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 I've sadly made, made, made peace that he's not going to be doing the Akira movie. Some of these other things, it feels like he's starting to set things up and then and then move on, uh, like what we do in the shadows, which is doing very well. Um, Our flag means death. Yeah, that one he'll probably set up and then move on to his movies. But I'm interested in it for sure. But hopefully, a Star Wars movie. I mean, I mean, we we know nothing about a Star Wars movie. I don't even know if they know what his Star Wars movie is going to be at this point. <laughs> I think they're just letting him make a story in the Star Wars universe. I don't think they actually have given him any sort of rule rules. He seems to just be basically doing it all on his own, which which is the best possible move to make. Right, as long as you're trying not trying to make a trilogy out of it, that's the best move. <laughs> or to have four spinoffs. Yeah, because oh. especially going back to the Mandalorian spinoffs. The Ahsoka one, we all kind of saw coming. 
Yeah, I that was predicted to, to happen before we even watched an episode of Mandalorian to be something possibly down the line. Yeah, like, oh, he's involved. That means that, you know, he's going to get his favorite character in there somewhere. And that's one that, like, I'm a, that she was good in that, that episode, so I'm not, I don't hate that one. It's just there's too much total. Such a good episode. That was such a good episode. It was. Yes, oh, it God. was. That was so good. That was one of the best ones. And, I, and that's why I'm such a big See, we don't hate everything. See, but Rosario <laughs> Dawson was perfect casting. Yeah. See, but I have a bad taste in my mouth because, like, Rosario Dawson was awesome. Episode was great. Other episodes are great. But then the finale is like, guess what? You're getting more Star Wars. You're getting I more of it. Oh. My emotional I closure. The, oh, no. I think the problem was just having Peyton Reed direct the last one. Yeah, he was, he was not a good choice. And the thing is that when they announced all of these castings, it's like, oh, Boba Fett is going to be in it. Well, of course. And then it's like, oh, Ahsoka's in it. Oh, the Ma- the other Mandalorians from the animated shows are in. Oh, okay, this is getting a little crowded because you could tell something was happening. And they were just casting all these big characters. And then the season started and we kind of forgot about it. Like, oh, of course they know what they're doing. How could we doubt it? And then kind of the fears came true and then some that it was all to, to set other things up. And really, it's like Mandalorian becoming, you know, a sideshow in his own show. Pretty much. And and that's what's yeah, probably going to be... a horrible thing to do in the last couple episodes, the last episode. I mean, that's yeah. what's probably going to be going forward. Right. I mean, because the Boba Fett show... Like, oh, we got another... We have Siege of Mandalore for Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> like... 3.0. Yeah, and, and you know all these other things set up, and it's like, but what a! I, I was kind of hoping for just space adventures with Mandalorian and Grogu. Exactly. And anyone who thinks that the Boba Fett show is going to actually be about Boba Fett is kind of killing themselves at this point. We all know this could be a Ming Na Wen show. We all know that. <laughs> Less trema- Morrison gets into shape. Yeah, he did not look good in that stunts. costume. And then they just love Ming Na Wen. Uh, at yeah, Disney ABC, um, <clears throat> just kind of in everything. So I feel like that's her show. I don't think she's a bad actress, though. Right? Yeah, it's just I, you know, I'm not she's really in interested in a show about her character. It's just when I, they say Boba Fett in a show, I expect the Boba Fett show to be about Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. But you know, even in the post credit scene, he doesn't even kill anybody. <laughs> she kills <laughs> just everybody, and then he's fat ass there. on the throne, and was like. <laughs> Bitch, this is mine. The book of Boba Fett. The sigh I let that out when I saw that was so, just like, fat. Ten years ago, five, even five years ago, if I had seen that title screen, The Book of Boba Fett, I would have lost my shit. And they've gotten it to the point of doing too much where I saw show about Boba Fett and I groaned. <laughs> that shows how bad it's gotten. Like, I saw a Boba Fett show on my screen and I groaned I, 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 I'm like, I also love that we're only getting, I also love that we're only getting one show out of the new High Republic thing that they're doing which shows how little faith they have in it mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which is the Acolyte I, I'm not even sure if that's I think the Acolyte is, is about the end of the High Republic so that makes even less sense that they're doing the one show about this new initiative for the story is the end of it. <laughs> I, like that just seems really strange to yeah. me. 
Because 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 I, I feel like they kind of they kind of have a weird attitude towards High Republic stuff because it's an era that like everything about it was created with stuff that they decanonized. That's <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's favorite stuff of the extended canon. So they kind of, they kind of feel awkward about it. <laughs> well, they they have done like, that with because we were high when we came up with this idea. Well, if we did Old Republic, then we'd be giving the fans exactly what they want, and we can't do that. We have to make our own thing. Other stuff. We 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 have we have to make our own thing, so that that way we're in control. So instead of giving them the Old Republic, we're giving them the High Republic, <laughs> which is actually older than the Old Republic. So take that, nerds. I thought it was younger. No, I think it's before. Someone look this up. <laughs> I don't I'm, pretty be... sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's younger because Yoda's in it. <laughs> there, I, I mean, think Yoda was an older too. That's the only way they can get me into that show is if the opening sequence is, did you ever hear? Supposedly, the supposedly the rumors are that, Hira, that the Acolyte will introduce Darth Plagueis and the rumored They're casting so choice behind him is... No, wait, no. No, no this is your cast choice for young Palpatine. Sorry. Young, 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 young Palpatine is, is supposed to be Bill Skarsgård, which I like him as an actor. Horrible Palpatine choice. Yeah, that's just, again, I mean, Rise of Skywalker showed they don't understand Palpatine. They turned him into, like, uh, cheesy comic completely villains. And not the the snacky, sassy Palpatine. And even in, in Six, where he's, like, a full emperor and doesn't have to hide himself, he's still, like, making wisecracks and stuff and like taunting Luke and also trying to be snacky. He's doing his scheme of like, you know, trying to turn Luke to the dark side, you know, playing into his stuff in Rise of Skywalker. He's just, I will make a sky beam. Oh my goodness. I'm looking at the official new Star Wars timeline and there is no Old Republic. It ought to be here. It goes High Republic and then Fall of the Jedi. What the heck? <laughs> if it's not in our archive, then it does not what exist. What, what comes? What comes and first? It's coming, coming in now. That's just the mode I get into when I talk about Star Wars. Star Wars. Impossible. Perhaps the archive is incomplete. Okay, let's see what comes. I'm sure, I'm sure they erased it because they they didn't canonize it, except that MMO they have going that still makes them money. So they yeah. just kind of. Okay, Justin's right. Old Republic is before High Republic. Yeah, crap. And they're just ignoring it, or? Well, old, again, Old Republic would be giving fans what they want, not what they can sell. I can't do that. It's a weird balance, like because I feel like they don't give fans what they want, and then when they do, it's like blatant fan service and not actually a good story. So, like, really, either way they go, they're not doing it right. <laughs> like, you've got to, you know be more careful with it not like oh we're gonna like you know do something completely on our own that's really just copying other stuff or we're gonna spoon feed you fan service here's terrible cgi luke for a little bit but the real question is is will disney plus be disney plus long enough for that I mean, I think currently the subscriber numbers are really high but the content is also super low so they have to build content before they can actually I think sustain it but Disney Plus is introducing mature content. They've announced with like I think, I think Logan's coming to it to it 
coming to it soon. I mean, we all know, I think we all believe that they're just going to probably just merge Disney Plus with Hulu pretty soon eventually well no the whole the whole idea of not having any like mature content was stupid from the beginning i think because i mean that's what parental locks are for and really you're just cheating yourself out of more content if you just make yourself about kids you know like the kids aren't what who's paying for it yep. and there's nothing there like even with k content there's so little on that service that yes I struggled trying to watch stuff on it. I, I, I really did. I struggled trying to find something to watch. Because it's mm-hmm. all stuff I've either owned or seen. Pretty much. And, and the originals well, just aren't there. The, the new kids show stuff, which is horrifying, that I've seen too much of, unfortunately. But they are going to slowly take over. I mean, the announcements we've been over, it's insane how much content they're pushing out and how much ownership that they want over people's, I think, pop culture stuff. Yeah. I guess in conclusion, because we've been talking for a very long time and yelling and ranting and getting worked up over what probably to nothing. I guess the reason why we had these rants and discussions is because, like we mentioned earlier, Disney is getting away with doing so much in terms of controlling content production and doing it all for themselves. No one seems to be calling it out. Yep. No one's holding them accountable. And like I said, I will probably watch a lot of this content. I've watched WandaVision. I love Disney content. If they make some new classic character show, I'll probably watch it. I'm looking forward to seeing Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Like him and the fact that Hayden Christensen is back, too. I'm like, yes, please. It's not all bad. It's not all bad. But it, it's, it's just a little too much too soon. But it's the it's fact where it's going, really. Disney Plus has been out for one year, and the response to that one year is to make fifty shows for it. I pretty sure it is. I pretty sure it is fifty shows. We'll be coming. What they should have did was had like twenty shows prepared for when they did it, and then at least have like ten of them ready for when Disney Plus launched. And the stockholder meeting didn't even talk about all the shows coming out. There, there was no mention of the Monsters Inc. show. That has been in production for a very long time. That I think should be coming out soon, I would think. I mean, they've been working on it for years at this point. There's that. There's, again, the Star Wars stuff and Marvel stuff that wasn't really mentioned because they're focused more on new announcements. That the Taika show was barely, really, was barely touched upon. I mean, I mean, we know more about the Patty Jenkins movie that was announced that day than we do with the Taika one that was announced almost a year earlier. Ways off. Yeah. But I guess people out there listening in the internet, all three of you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm counting on us getting two more. <laughs> if you like Disney and you're excited for these Disney stuff, I'm honestly I'm happy for you. I'm 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 happy. Send us send us your thoughts. Send us your comments. We look at them. Maybe we'll address them in the future episode. I want, I want, I, I honestly, I want someone to convince me that what Disney's doing right because I, I want to love how much content we're getting. I'm just so put off by it that I can't. It's just, it's, it's so upsetting that they're just milking this stuff up because they're making so much that you would think the quality is going to dip at some point. That, that they can't make that much be that good. Right. Eventually, <laughs> especially, especially with, how quick. Especially how quickly they're baking them. Especially with Star Wars, because they're doing what they did in the past. Yeah. And it didn't work then. 
So maybe it'll work now? I don't know. I feel like going from movies to TV shows is almost more. I mean, Marvel too. Expecting people to watch whole seasons yeah. of TV shows to yeah. understand movies is insane. Yeah. And then it becomes the, the, the cost issue. It's, is it worth, cause that's what happened with me. There were too many individual movies that weren't like at a quality level worth watching on their own. And it's like, is it really worth watching all of this to understand everything? And then with TV, you're talking uh, like four times the length, basically three, four times the length of just watching a movie. It's like, Am I going to watch eight hours of TV or something just to, you know, understand what's going to happen in these movies? It's asking too much. Yeah. But with that, thank you for listening if you have been. I hope you enjoyed our ranting and ravings and we didn't offend you too much. <laughs> uh, like I said, if you feel differently, let us know. We'll, 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 take, we'll, we'll take other opinions into advisement, even though I'm pretty confident. That, <laughs> that, that, that I'm right to be worried. But with that, for Alex Overall and Justin Neitzel, I'm David Yanish. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time on Idiot Plot. Idiot Plot.